0: And welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us again on Battery Insiders here now in London. Super excited to be here together with Catherine. First time in person. Wonderful to see you and be here at the Energy Week, which is hosted by TDK Ventures. You can see from her West as well and also climate investors. So that's really, really exciting. It's been a fantastic event. Very excited to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Simon, and thank you so much for joining Energy Week. Uh, this is our first uh, hybrid in-person events and also our first event in London. We used to have it in Boston, in San Francisco. This is the first time coming to the Europe and aligned with our new fund, fund EX1, that we hope to open an office in London to continue explore energy transformation and also um, climate, clean tech investment in Europe.
0: Exactly. And that, and we know each other for some time, which is really nice. Yeah. To to finally get a chance to meet in person. <laughs> <laughs> be in person. Yeah. And I think I mean, yeah, I mean I was I think it's just a really fascinating world, right? Of investing. Um, I think we have quite a few listeners from all kinds of different subjects, you know, from technology, of course, we speak a lot about technology on this podcast, but also policies and all these kind of other connected topics. But of course, we also talk about how money is quite crucial, especially when we, you know, talk with startups, bring startups on on this podcast. So I just would love to kind of, you know, pick your brain a bit on, you know, from an investing perspective, you as an investor, um, you know, what do you think is really exciting right now? And maybe also because... What has happened the last year, maybe since last Energy Week? What are some of your observations, trends you might see?
1: Sure, I feel like um, energy investment or battery investment, or probably we can continue to expand to the climate tech, clean tech, is getting more and more hot topic. Uh, and then we're seeing, for example, I'm also doing some like research on the mega funds, meaning like more than 1 billion AUM, big funds, especially in London, especially in the last one and two years, we see another three new mega funds started in London. And then there's also several in US as well. But we are seeing, even though the macroeconomic is, not, is a little bit challenging. Um, however, we're seeing the private segment, uh, the money raised to investment, to invest in the clean tech area is continue going strong. So more and more people even, they are not in the clean tech or energy segment before are putting their money in. They want to join the journey, they want to join the game because the energy, the whole story of energy transformation is happening everywhere, every country, every continent, US, China, Europe. And then the goal of driving the whole, the global um, economic to go green, to go net zero is already a um, um, common mission. Uh, I would say a, a common mission for Every um, from every country, yeah.
0: Yeah, and maybe to follow up on that because you mentioned these different countries, right? And I guess you're rather international in yeah. your front there. And I mean, yeah, you're quite present also in the U. S. And I'm just wondering, like, where do you think is you know who's leading, right? In, in this climate space, and also maybe from you know, what do you get excited about? Is it a lot in the U.S. now, Is the Inflation Reduction Act, it more Europe now because you're moving on some facilities here. So I'm just curious to get your perspective. That, or maybe it's in Asia, maybe China, Japan, etc.
1: Yeah, I would say um, just like what we discussed these two days in Energy Week London, uh, each different geographical areas has their own like advantage or the things that they are doing good at and then things that they need to catch up. For example, China, I would say they are very first movers in this whole electrification process, back to 20 years ago. There's already the like very original battery companies like ATLC, ATL, CATL, BYD, already emerging, started their business in China. Uh, and then, the, I think in around 2010, there's the Chinese government kind of whitelist of uh, from the regulatory perspective for enforcing uh, the procurement to only buy batteries made in China and also forward with a lot of um, subsidies, subsidies and also incentivize for people to buy EV. So both on the production side, demand side, and then close really close a loop of what happened in China in the past 10 years on the electrification. So that's why we see China On the road right now you already see more than 30% of EVs. In some cities like Shenzhen, I just go back to China in September, all the commercial vehicles, all the taxis, all the like small little buses, large buses, heavy duty trucks are all electrified. Very impressive and they are like, Ten more brands, new brands I never heard about, are all making very high quality EV in China. But in US right now, our electrification rate is only like single digit, six percent, seven percent. But US is catching up. Um, US, I, I think US always have the very first like technology innovation. Uh, even with the battery technology, you, you, and we all know this many of the IP originated. Um, coming from U.S., but being commercialized and scaled up in China. So U.S. is very good at innovation, uh, like lab-scale innovation, but U.S. is lacking the piece of manufacturing. That's why you mentioned IRA, that U.S. is trying to bring manufacturing back to um, U.S. and North America. Um, Europe, I would say, is moving fast, much faster than U.S. on A lot of, um, like, mandate and also um, regulatory, like you have to um, convert a certain amount of green hydrogen to, cre- to green hydrogen, you have to electrify, you have to like phase out um, a lot of uh, internal combustion engines, uh, and also another different thing I think is um, Europe is more open uh, to the supply chain-wise for the most ETL already built several gigafactories um, in Europe and also like come like Gaussian and then they're all like starting to move to Europe so I I think each continent have their own strategy have their own pace have their own like next focus goal um, to build and have their own race have their own kind of um, electrification roadmaps um, to go yeah
0: for sure and I think I think that's that one commonality, right? It's also, you mentioned, you know, a lot of IP developed, maybe also connected with London, right? Also quite a lot of the battery IP was also developed here in the UK, it was good enough, and others. So I think that's also exciting to to see this link now with you, you know, expanding expanding more to Europe. another quick topic also would be, um, I think it's quite fascinating if we, you know, of course, a lot of the emerging markets like India, et cetera, and the battery space, right? I think there's a lot of momentum there as well. I know we are limited on time, but one other last quick question I would just would have is because we have a lot of startups listening in and I was wondering like, you know, if they want to get investment, of course there's also different approaches and grants and, you know, people can do all kinds of ways, but we know especially in the hard tech and you're very strong, you know, in the in the in the hard tech, um, and in deep tech. So what are maybe the things you look out as an investor for, an ex- um, for a startup, that you get excited about? What should have startups have in mind if they want to go this journey and looking for funding?
1: Yeah, I think um, I would say we are also seeing more and more startups. Uh, so our podcast battery associate, I will focus on battery. So we are seeing more and more startups working on different parts of the supply chain: new cathode, new anode, new electrolyte, even even upper to the upstream. Uh, lithium mining, direct lithium extraction, and also some of the lithium refinery process or some of the things that says, assess- um, from directly from mine or like uh, your raw material without the precursor. So pecan-free process directly to the uh, cathode material. So new since process and also new manufacturing process like dry coating. Um, so a lot of opportunities there, uh, back to recycling to close the loop. Uh, I would say um, suggestion for the startup is that you want to know what is the state of the art because some of the U.S. I haven't explored too much in the Europe yet. Some of the US startups, what they are doing, they think they are solving a big problem, but they don't know that this problem has already been addressed in the top cell manufacturers. For example, there's startup working out, okay, I have a one unique process that can reduce the formation time from like weeks long to only several days. But when I visit the factory in China, they can finish our formation process in 30 minutes. And then some US startup. oh, oh we're, we're like working on uh, inline inspection, QC um, inline inspection that we can you know, uh, collect all the data. But when you want to do automation, but when you visit the tier one battery manifest, it's already fully automated with all the inline um, QC control. So many things that you think it's a problem is actually already <laughs> no longer a problem. So make sure that you don't waste time on that. If you got the chance, go visit those top plants, either um, Gigafactory in US or in China. In China, I would say, are moving ahead a little bit further. Uh, Understand the market, understand the true point, understand the true uh, value you can bring to the ecosystem, and then start. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Fantastic. No, no really, we really appreciate insight. I think there's a really valuable insights, and we really appreciate you sharing this. You know, I think you're really true thought leader in, in the battery space, and you know, especially on the finance perspective. And we really, really, you know, appreciate you, you taking the time um, to, to to come on the podcast. And yeah, looking forward to to, co- to the conversation as well.
1: Thank you. Hope we can collaborate more, and then um, together help the battery community.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for listening to Battery Insiders. Uh, My name is Dr. Sam Engelke, founder and chair of Battery Associates, and hopefully listening soon again. Thanks for now. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.